There's this thing called the Nadi system, which this I think is something that most of you guys may already be aware of. So there are two Nadis, right? Like Idha Nadi and Pingala Nadi, at least there's many others, Sushumna and all that. But for our purposes, these two were well described. They run from like the base of your spine all the way to uh, middle of your head. And the Idha Nadi is the cooling, relaxing one. Pingala is the activating and warming one. What is strange to me as a neurologist is that this is very strangely similar to these two components of what is called the autonomic nervous system, which also run in this kind of pathway from the uh, brain to the bottom of the spine. And they have this thing called the parasympathetic, which is cooling and relaxing, and the sympathetic, which is supposed to be warming and activating. So the parasympathetic is mostly meant for you to relax and eat and digest your food. Sympathetic is supposed to be for like, you know, if you see a predator, you want to run away, you want to escape from it. Um, and of course, then after the Nadis, you go on to the chakra system, which I'm not really getting into because I have some interesting ideas of how they might correlate to neurological processes, but I've not like really well developed them yet. So I don't want to uh, speak something without at least some circumstantial evidence in its favor. Um, coming back to the Nadis, the Nadis were supposed to be controlled through breathing, right? So that if you inhale through the left nostril, you're supposed to activate your Ida Nadi and like cool down. You inhale through your right nostril, you're supposed to activate the Pingala Nadi and you're supposed to like activate and warm yourself and stuff. So there's some kind of beginning evidence in scientific literature that there is actually this pattern that if you have certain alternating nostril breathing, you can have changes in your autonomic nervous system. Um, right now, most of these are not published in like very high-grade journals. It's not like a huge field of research. But I think it's interesting that people are starting to find some evidence that this is true. There was this article, for instance, assessment of the effects of pranayama on parasympathetic nervous system. There was here this hemisphere-specific EEG related to alternate nostril breathing. And uh, these are all like uh, you know reasonably respected foreign journals. They're not uh, you know specifically only like people who do yoga will publish in them. Um, then again, there's this paper which I actually saw. Uh, a few months ago, very fascinating. It says breathing is a fundamental rhythm of brain function. And this paper actually was published uh, purely from non-Indian countries. And I don't think uh, any people of Indian origin in that uh, author list either. And they basically said that somehow there's some correlation between uh, breathing in and out and like some rhythms they're able to detect in the brain's cortex, like electrical rhythms, so functioning. So I think what was most fascinating is that I uh, happened to find this paragraph in this English translation of Yoga Vasishta. Uh, relationship between prana and manas, uh, which are very close in the body, is like the driver and his chariot. When the prana acts, the manas reacts. So when you want high achievement of high mind control, you want to really control and master prana. I think it's fascinating that people had come up with some similar ideas so long ago, but I don't think the bridge has been made between these two uh, uh, approaches because in this paper, I think there's maybe like one throwaway line says like there's some evidence from uh, Indian tradition of yoga that breathing may be related to mental function, but they don't really like extensively cite any of these works, which I think is uh, sad because if this is true, that means these guys actually did figure out this very crucial and important relationship. And breathing, of course, was not the only technology that uh, the tantric and uh, yoga practitioners had to manipulate the nervous system. They had this uh, mantra, which was, of course, sound repetition, yantra, which was uh, visualizing geometrical patterns, uh, Sri Chakra, and uh, mudra and asana, of course, like various uh, postures and gestures. And uh, most importantly, Hatha Yoga was also a very important tool for this.